0: Hi there, New Vision family. My name is Keely Mascarina, and I'm so thankful to be here with you. Today is day 10 of our Advent podcast, and I will be reading Matthew chapter 2, 10 and 11, and I'll be reading from the ESV. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, And they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. So, these are two short verses, but I just feel like there's so much that we can take away from these verses. Um, But just to kind of give you a little bit of context, um, where we're at in the story is king herod had now sent the wise men to bethlehem to find jesus um one thing just maybe you've heard this before and maybe you're new to church and you're like well i've heard of the wise men but i don't really know what their role was um some of the things that i found when i was just kind of learning about these verses and what are some takeaways from it are so the wise men, um, it translates to magi, and which means astrologists. And so these wise men were actually astrologists. They studied the stars, and and which I just think is super cool because they were used to studying magnificent things, things that um, were unexplainable. And so um, the fact that these wise men had traveled a very long time they traveled the one star that stuck out um, and they followed it until the star stopped and when they saw the star they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy they had found the king of kings the the child that had been born a king um, that they had been searching for and so and then when they found him they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Um, and I love that part because when we encounter Jesus for the very first time, there is just an unexplainable joy. Um, I think back to when I said yes to Jesus, and I just wanted everyone around me to know the joy that I had was because of this this Savior who rescued me from the pits of my sin and destruction and gave me new life. And so, um, and again, they were used to studying magnificent things. And when they found this, the, the greatest thing of all time, this Savior that had been born to a, a people group who hadn't heard from God in so long, um, they, they had great joy and they rejoiced. Um, And then so they went into the house where Mary was with her child. And at this point, Jesus was no longer a baby. I know in all of our nativity scenes, he's still a baby in the manger and the wise men are there. But it was actually a little bit after he was born. I don't know the exact time, um, but he was no longer a tiny infant. He was a child. I don't know if he was one, two, three. Um, But he was just not a newborn anymore. Um, And so when they encountered Jesus for the very first time, they fell down and they worshiped him. They worshiped a child who was a king, who was the savior of the world. Um, And we we can all learn from this, you know, not just when we first encounter Jesus, but no matter if we're 15 or 25 or 65 or 95 we were created to worship Jesus. And they had the posture immediately. It wasn't, hey, Jesus, you know, my name's so-and-so. Nice to meet you. They fell down and they worshiped him. They didn't ask questions. um, But then after, after they fell down and they worshiped him, they presented them, they presented Jesus with the gifts that they brought to him. These gifts were... Gold, frankincense, and myrrh they were high quality gifts um that they had held on to for their journey for a long time. They were saving it up for jesus and um, you know Jesus didn't need gifts um but they were willing to sacrifice good things for the best thing, and that was key, and I love that um because we can we can learn from that. Um, you know, we we have a lot to to give to people. We may not be able to give directly gifts to Jesus, but we can give to his people. We can give to the orphans, the widows, the poor, um, our neighbors. You know, Jesus tells us time and time again to love our neighbors. That is a gift to, to love them and to serve people who need Jesus. Um, And then if you're reading along in our Advent by John Piper, John Piper says on this day, he says, By giving to you what you do not need and what I might enjoy, I am saying more earnestly and more authentically, you are my treasure, not these things. And so the wise men, they weren't clinging to the possessions that they held in their hands, but they um, they were... worshiping their God, their their king, um, and they were saying that you are my treasure. These, these treasures mean nothing, but this is what I want to give to you because I'm not clinging so tightly to things but to you. Um, and so those are some of the things that I was learning as I was researching these verses, but I have three takeaways that maybe Um, maybe they'll stick out to you as well. But um, when thinking about the star, um, number one is be a bright light. The world wants something to follow. The world is searching for things to, um, to define identities and to answer questions. They want something to follow. And so I personally, I want to be the person that shines a bright light for Jesus. When they see me, do they see the king or do they, do I just look like the world? And so for you, be a bright light. Be a believer that points others to follow, that people point them to the one they can follow, the one who will give them their identity. Be that vessel. Number two, When you spend time with Jesus, do you experience great joy? That's a question, not a point. But my, you know, when the the wise men, when these astrologists, when they when they encountered Jesus, they immediately felt great joy. You know, Scripture could have just said delight or any other adjective, but it says great joy and so even on the darkest of days myself included if we'll just seek Jesus and spend time with him and spend time in the word and we put our ourselves in a place that we can um that we can just take a breath and rejoice and smile and have joy because we know that even in our valley, even on the top of our mountain peak, that we have a Savior who was born to save us from a world of sin and heartache. Does that mean that we won't experience these things? No, but we have someone who can rescue us, and there is hope at the end of that. And so when you spend time with Jesus, do you experience great joy? Number three, Let's sacrifice good things for the best thing. As a church, as believers, let's sacrifice good things for the best thing. Um, And so what does that look like? What could we possibly have to offer? Well, one of the things that comes to my mind is time. You know, we always say that we're busy um, and there's just too much going on. There's too many options, you know i our kids have nap time, and just all the things, and of course, there's a season for everything, but our time let's serve his people. let's spend the night before Thanksgiving, boxing up meals or in the night before Christmas, boxing up meals or and to to give to the the homeless or during these cold months to donate blankets to Um, The homeless shelters or our ministry partners that we partner with to serve those in need in our community. Another thing that we have to offer are our resources. Some people can't go to third world countries on mission trips, but we all have, if we stop drinking Starbucks, you know, once a week, that's $6 a week and six times four is $24 a month. You know, we can give to $24 a month to missionaries who are living overseas or giving to our church to for them to use that money to give to the, the people who are in need um, or using our resources. Maybe we personally know someone who is struggling this Christmas season, these holiday seasons, and, you know, just helping take care of them. But more importantly, and I think this is the most important, is, What we have to offer are our hearts and our lives, using our lives to leverage the sake of the gospel, using our mouths and um, the overflow of our hearts is what comes out of our mouth. And so positioning our hearts and our lives to point people to Jesus, that is the greatest gift that we can give to our King is to tell others about Him. Um, That is what honors Him. And so... Um, I hope that this Christmas season that you will just keep these things in mind, you know, how to be a bright light, spending time with Jesus and encountering him in a new way that brings great joy, and then sacrificing good things for the best thing. And I think that when we do this, we are living out these verses and we are really applying these verses to our life. New Vision family, I hope that you have a wonderful day and a very Merry Christmas, and we hope that you will tune in tomorrow.